Hello and welcome back to day 11 of the Massive Attack podcast, 12 days of a cartoon Christmas. I'm Joe, with me as always is Mitch. Hello. And we are getting closer and closer to Christmas Day. So today, happy Festivus to everyone out there, being the 23rd of December. We've got our poll set up and we're going to be airing some grievances and doing some tests of strength. Grievances about them fucking Smurfs. Yes, we're still still, still a bit over. sad about the Smurfs. Not a good way to start this week. But today, we are going right back, a very long way back, to the year 1977. So we might actually cop a little bit of flack for this one, because technically this is claymation. It's not a cartoon, and we are doing 12 days of a cartoon Christmas. I did say to you before we started this, I sent you a little message, and I went, does claymation count as cartoons? And you were like, yeah, I think it does. Okay. So it's it's, it's animation. It's it's yeah. animation. It's Christmas, and this is a bit of a classic. So when we originally started with the twelve days of Christmas, we were like, oh, we're going to try and find quirky things, and we're going to do stuff that's not your typical Christmas specials. And we tried to avoid Rankin Bass, but then yep. last year we cracked a little bit and we did a Rankin Bass, and this year we're cracking again, and we are watching. Rankin Bass's 1977 special, Nestor the Long-Eared Christmas Donkey. Yeah, a so, classic tale, mm. that Bible story about well, it, Nestor it the Long-Eared Donkey. kind of a Bible story. Not that I ever remember the fact that the donkey had long ears, but somehow they talk about it in this. So this is actually based on a country song. So Gene Audrey, the singing cowboy, wrote a song in 1975 called Nestor the Long-Eared Christmas Donkey. And Rankin Bass in 77 decided to turn it into a TV special, which was narrated and the songs in it are all sung by Roger Miller, who is famous for King of the Road, amongst other things. King of the Road. Ah, oh, so it wasn't it's, the guy from Smoking the Bandit. No. Uh. In my head, it was. That yeah. just made it cooler. I see. I think it would have been better if it was the guy from Smokey and the Bandit. But no, it's Roger Miller from King of the Road. So he narrates the story of a donkey. And it starts off with a modern day donkey talking about how his ancient ancestor, Nestor the Long-Eared Donkey, became a very famous donkey back in the days of the Roman Emperor, Empire. Southern, southern as fuck. Yeah, obviously, because like, most donkeys are, aren't they? I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. I know they're native to the Middle East, but I don't know where they spread from there. But donkeys are pretty much universal, aren't they? I don't know. This modern-day donkey talks about his ancestor who starts off in the Roman Empire. And there's a little bit of a nod to the fact that the Christians stole the Christmas celebration from the winter solstice celebration, because they do talk about how on the shortest day in winter, they have the winter solstice and everyone gets together and has a big celebration. And we start off with all of the animals, the donkeys, the cows, the sheep, everyone, and some dude called Olaf, who looks a bit like a giant, talking about how they're having this big winter celebration and enjoying themselves, having fun. But obviously, Nestor is not your average donkey. He has got really, really long ears, hence the fact that he's called Nestor the Long-Eared Christmas Donkey. And his ears are so long, they drag on the ground when he walks. So the Roman soldiers arrive. They try to kidnap all these donkeys to take for their own. But they realize that Nestor's got these long ears, but they're trying to hide them under stockings or socks, I think they are. But then once the socks come off, the soldiers realize that the stable owner is trying to give him a bit of a bum steer, no pun intended, and gets angry about Nestor and they, they throw Nestor out in the snow, poor little thing. So in, in typical things that are meant to be for kids being a bit nasty, Nestor finds out that his mother and all his families have died 
and to like to save him from the snow and he gets a little bit upset and while he's wandering the woods being upset he meets a little angel called Tilly and they sing some songs together and Tilly walks around holding his ears and they travel from wherever they were in the Roman Empire to Bethlehem and she kind of fills him with glee saying that you know just because your ears are big doesn't mean you're bad it means your ears are so big you can hear wondrous things that no one else can and it was all just a bit of a wank i think so obviously it's i don't know it's aimed at kids it's aimed at sort of that time where kids were a little bit more religious than they are today but i I don't know I, i just found it a bit too over the top for me but eventually nestor gets convinced that yeah he's maybe he things aren't all bad and you know he made friends with this cherub and the cherub sort of points him in the direction of bethlehem and off he goes and he eventually finds his way into a stable with some other donkeys and then all of a sudden, Mary and Joseph turn up looking for a donkey and they decide that they will pick Nestor as the donkey that they want because he has gentle eyes. And as they're walking through the sand to go you know, have baby Jesus, they get caught in a sandstorm and Nestor uses his miraculously long ears to wrap around Mary so she doesn't fall off the donkey and doesn't get sand in her eyes and stuff. So, yeah. And then... Obviously, we see the birth of Jesus. Not the actual birth. Not the actual birth. No, not no. But we we find that they get to the inn and there's no room at the inn. And Nestor's kind of like, well, I remember when I was a baby donkey, it was quite happy to sleep in a stable. So maybe we should all go and sleep in the stable and Jesus can get born in a major and all that sort of stuff. And there we have it. It's That's basically the rundown of Nestor being the donkey that Mary rode to Bethlehem to have baby Jesus. So, yeah. Yeah. I love how you call him Nestor. It sounds like a He-Man character. Wait, isn't he meant to be Mexican or something? <laughs> Nestor. Well, I call him right. Nestor. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was what I, I was worried. Like, I've been showing a lot of these to my kids. Like, we've been having dinner, and I pull out the iPad, and I've been showing this. Like, I have to watch it anyway. So I was like, yep. oh, watch it with me. And, you know, Rankin Bass is pretty safe. I was worried because there is a Rankin Bass story about a kid who was blind and he can finally see at the end because it's a Christmas miracle. And I remember seeing that as a kid because the Rankin Basses used to get shown like at 5.30 before the news yep. leading up to Christmas. And I remember bawling my eyes out at one of them and just and my parents saying, it's okay, you, you're allowed to cry. I was 28 at the time. But um, I just, yeah, and I was thinking, oh, please don't be this one. Please don't be this one. Because I couldn't remember which one it was. Yeah. Uh, but no, this was fine. And some of these things, they're quite horrific. Because you got the mum dying because she protected him from the snow. Yeah. So the mum used her body warmth to keep him alive, torn style at night and that sort yep. of stuff. And so there's horrific stuff in there. My kids were okay, but I was watching, oh, this is pretty heavy. Mm. And they actually asked the question, what's all that about? Because yep. <laughs> we put the nativity scene out. And they yeah, go, you mentioned well, that the, the nativity? Other day. And mm. Yeah, so they really don't know. And it's sort of like, I'm sure I knew this by this age. It just seems maybe because we got the Rankin Bass every year. Yep. And I saw so many versions of the nativity, essentially. You know, mm. So I actually showed them the little drummer boy because we were looking for something else to do. So that was another Rankin Bass I watched. And that's, you know, so, so many people. Not only was God involved in all this, the leading, you know, the star leading the wise men and all that, Mm. that fucking little kid with the drummer boy, he's fucking important to the story as well. And Nestor the long-eared donkey. And it's like, where do they come from? Where do they go? Mm. So, yeah, it's just... (laughs) 
weird that all these adjunct stories have been made up. And you're, yep. you're saying this is from a 1970s country and western song. Like, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Why the fuck not? Who knows? It's mm. Christmas. Go for it. it. It was fine. Like watching this, it, it was inoffensive enough. I do like watching some of that claymation animation. It, it's fun. And the Rankin Bass has a charm to it. And it makes me just think of Christmas. I don't yeah. think of anything else. It feels like Christmas. I love it. It just gives me that nostalgic feel. Like I said, it was leading up to Christmas. They would show it before the news. And it's like, oh, it's Christmas time. It's time for the Rankin Bass specials. And there's a lot out there I haven't seen, I found out. So that's, mm. it's kind of exactly. cool seeing these again. But I think it's the first Christmas is the one where the kid who goes blind and sees again. So I, I'm okay. very scared to watch it again. Mm. I sort of want to see if I'll cry this time. As far as this goes, yeah, it's a, it's a little silly. It's like what the premise is like a donkey with long ears. Saves yeah. Christmas yep. because he had long ears. Okay, based on a country and western song. Why the fuck not? Well, he didn't just save Christmas. He, yeah, he, he actually helped be there at the very first Christmas. Because if it wasn't for Nesta, Jesus wouldn't have been born. So. Yeah. Well, he would have been born, but it may not. But yeah, may, it may have been a very stable, different story. Or he may not have made it to Bethlehem. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. It's. It, I love. I. I want to make it this shared universe, like the Marvel shared universe, <laughs> where you got Nesty, a little drummer boy, all these adjunct characters, and that's a lot of these stories are played out that way. Where Jesus, I mean, Mary and Joseph do get lines. Jesus obviously is a baby, so it, it doesn't. Yeah. But the whole thing is about Jesus, yet Jesus is such a minor character in all of it mm. because literally he's just being born. But he's the reason. He's the reason for the season. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so I can't poo-poo on it because, I don't know, there's a, there's a charm to it. Yeah. It's fine. It just is. It just is what it is. I, I, I don't know. It, it's it's inoffensive. Mm. It really does make me realise that religion was more of a thing back in the 70s. Like, you wouldn't yes. see a special now that is as religious as this, I don't think, unless you are specifically watching a religious special. But yes. this was just your normal TV special that they put out there for everybody. And yeah, well, it's a well, and admittedly, that's what Christmas is about. Yeah. It really is about celebrating the birth of Jesus. That's what Christmas is about. Mm. It's It's been usurped now by so mm. much more. It is a holiday season. It is a holiday period that everyone, a lot of people celebrate. And I read something the other day with people saying in America when they say, don't get offended if people say happy holidays. Yeah, exactly. Because there are what, 300 million people in America. There are so many religions yep. that people celebrate, or not celebrate, but, you know, you know yep. recognize. So you've got Kwanzaa, you've got Hanukkah, you've got Hanukkah yeah. and all that. So happy holidays is a catch-all for everyone because you don't know what people celebrate exactly. or not. Festivals. So it's actually not an offensive term. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, it's it's not anti-Christmas. It's being polite it's to holidays. other people's other people's beliefs. Yeah, mm. it's it, it is a season now, and you know, as we've watched over many years of looking at these Christmas specials, they're not all secular. No. But and there is so much that isn't religious. It it is just happens to be that time of year. Whether it's, you know, Balky trying to get a Christmas tree and they want to go home for family and they don't get a chance to go home because they get snowed in. So therefore, they realise that family is the people they're with now. All that sort yep. of stuff. That's that's yeah. all non-religious sort of stuff. But it is very Christmassy. But that could also be Thanksgiving. It could be other times of year. So I, I get all that. But, yeah, it, it definitely seemed a bigger presence on the television or around in the 70s, that's for sure. Mm. And I guess being ignorant as well in Australia, we 
probably there weren't too many other religions we knew about. No, in, definitely in, not back then. To me, in Victoria, yeah, not where I was growing up. That's for sure. So no, it, definitely it's a lot more multicultural now than it was. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. So I, I actually did watch this with my ten-year-old, and he gave up about fifteen minutes in. He was like, "It's just too boring. I'm not going to watch it." Nice. And then he actually came back in the room while I was rewatching it tonight, and he sort of caught a little bit, and he was like, "Oh, maybe I should have watched it. This actually looks looks good." And I was like, "Well, we can go back and watch it." again if you really want i i thought the songs were kind of cool it, it was very much a musical like most of the the dialogue in the program was sung it wasn't there wasn't a lot of talking in it it was just song after song after song telling the story but i don't know it, for a 70s show as you said the animation is great i, I think rankin bass really set the stage for claymation at this time but you can't think Claymation without thinking Rank Bass. And again, you can't think Christmas without thinking Rank and Bass Claymation. So they've obviously done something right. Yeah. It, it was it was fine. It was nice. It was inoffensive. It told a story, probably a story that didn't really exist, but it still told a story. And yeah, yeah it was fun. Uh, as far as your tropes go, there was no Christmas tree. There was no Christmas presents. Well, it's, well there is because it's the first Christmas. Okay, yes. So the three wise men giving the gifts – is the first Christmas present. Yeah, okay. There's no tree, though, is there? Well, no, because no. Christmas doesn't exist yet. <laughs> no, exactly. So you can't just pop down to Kmart and buy your, like, you know, artificial tree and throw some baubles on it because they didn't have a tree. But there's, there's not really any anti-Christmas turnaround in this either. But there is a hell of a lot of religion. And I guess compared to every other show this this year when we've been talking about religion and nothing has really had religion, this kind of makes up for everything by throwing it all in one episode. Will I be watching this again? Maybe. Will I make it a an annual viewing? I don't think so. There's probably better Rankin-Bass ones out there. I, I think if I was going to show my kids another Rankin-Bass, I'd go back to what we watched last year and we'd watch the story of Santa Claus and, and oh, just crazy. that big battle at the end. Yeah. So Well, well I, I like I said, I watched Little Drummer Boy. I'll go back and watch more. There's a lot there and I will probably show off more to the kids in that way. We'll make it that during dinner, watch it kind of thing. And yeah. They sort of work. I did watch Frosty the Snowman with them as well, but that's a Rankin Bass, but it's actually cartoon animated, not yeah, not claymation. And it's I don't know, same same voices, same sort of vibe, but yeah, it's just not the same. But I think yeah, something like Frosty is harder to do in mm. claymation than would be to animate. But yeah. Definitely, yeah, especially when he's melting and stuff, isn't he? Don't, exactly. don't they? They yep. put him in a, a greenhouse or something and he melts. Yep. Yep. And yeah, I don't remember much of that. I, I saw that a very long time ago and I haven't gone back. But speaking of voices that are in this, good old Don Messick plays one of the Roman soldiers because you, know, you, you can't have any sort of animation without Don Messick being involved apparently. But yeah, it, as I said, it, it was it was nice. I, I can't really fault it other than the fact that it's probably a bit too religious, but each to their own. <laughs> Anyways. Alrighty. <sighs> what a year. Yeah. We're finishing it well. It was shit for a middle there. But at least let's come home strong. It's Christmas. We can all relax. We're all finished work now. Let's just enjoy the time. Well, anyone who has speak to you, work, I'm still working tomorrow. Well, if you are, well, thank you. To all you people who are still working, thank you very much. We appreciate all your efforts. Yes, um, and especially the people that are working in retail at this time of the year, because it would be an absolute nightmare to be working. All righty. Well, thank you very much, Mitch. And we will be back tomorrow for our last day of the 12 days of Christmas for 2020. (laughs) 